0: Howdy, Ags. Welcome to Aggie Growth Hacks, the podcast sponsored by the McFerrin Center for Entrepreneurship at Texas A&M that's dedicated to highlighting fast-growing Aggie entrepreneurs, learning how they overcame growth challenges with creative hacks, and connecting them to other entrepreneurs in the Aggie network. I'm your host, Greg Martin, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 2001. And I'm your other host, Chris Hunter, Fighting Texas Aggie Class of 1998. Got a little story for you, Ags. Robert Sheets, Texas A&M class of 2009 and 2019 Aggie 100 winner is the owner of Odin Heavy Industries. He and his brother David started the company and they are a manufacturing company that is absolutely obsessed with the lean manufacturing mindset. So pass it back and listen up to Robert as he
1: shares some good bull. All
0: right, Ags, we got a great story for you today. We got Robert Cheats, Fintech Aggie class of 2009. Along with his brother, David Sheets, they're the owners of Odin Heavy Industries in Bryan, Texas. They are an Aggie 100 winner in the class of uh, 2019 Aggie 100 winners. David is not able to join us, but Robert, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, good good to talk to you guys. Awesome. Well, we want to jump right into it. So uh, obviously this is Aggie Growth Hacks where we remember and uh, think fondly uh, about Texas A&M University. So I would like to know what is your favorite Aggie memory? So I'm actually
2: going to have two. So one of my favorites was, is I came from a smaller university where I uh, had my undergrad degree and just coming to A&M and the sheer size of the campus and having to bike back and forth from, um, I was over there kind of where the uh, the wreck is. I would have to bike every day all the way over there because I came in mid-semester. So I didn't get a good parking permit and had to bike yep. all the way to the engineering complex on the other side of campus. And I always loved going down that path there underneath the, uh, the street between uh, between the two sides of campus. And you could get going pretty fast on that. Yeah, Wellborn. And that was always a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Underneath Wellborn and flying past all those people on my bike was always like a, a nice little highlight of the start of my day every day and then just you know just being able to go around campus and how big it was compared to where i'd come from but the other thing i would say is really my favorite memory of being at a&m was just the the people that i've met i have several you know at this point lifelong friends that i've made i would say my best friend uh was my roommate while i was going to school here and it it was just you know it was great Mm -hmm. to go through the process and meet these people and the relationships that i you know gained from going to A&M where those are, that's probably my, my most favorite thing from from being there.
1: You know, that's uh, that's really awesome. That's one of my favorite memories as well. I've, I've got lots of friends that I made and yeah, we do still keep in touch. It's actually one of my favorite things as well. So let me ask you, Robert, what made you choose to start your business? How did that start? So my brother and I, started when we were
2: kids. Our dad was an entrepreneur and he had a, an industrial coatings business down in corpus christi texas he recently uh, actually sold his business but he always worked for himself with us growing up we saw that i don't know if we're like just a little bit of masochists or whatever but you know we saw how hard he worked and (laughs) what he got out of it and you know he didn't he had to report to his customers like everyone does but you know he didn't have a boss and you know he was he was able to build something and i think that 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 probably influenced my brother and I a lot into pushing us towards being an entrepreneur. You know, we both went to school, came out of it and went into the corporate world, very large companies, you know, multi billion dollar companies. And we saw a lot of stuff there that we liked and it was it was a great experience. I, I really enjoyed working for my former employer. I know not everyone has that experience in the corporate world, but I did. I really liked the people I worked with. But there were definitely some things that we didn't like about that and thought we could do better. So hence we we started our our business because of that yeah it's not it wasn't all about you know it's the act of growing something and serving people that, that I like those two things
0: that is so cool and and I think that that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs can definitely re- relate to to be able to say that they see a need but they also and and they they want to serve that need but they want to to build a team and to have strong employees around them both you and your brother had multiple degrees both of you but you particularly, you know, going to A and M is not not the easiest university to go through and a lot of students have to develop hacks to get through A and M. So did did you develop any hacks or did you learn any hacks while you were at A and M that specifically prepared you for entrepreneurship? I don't know if I learned any hacks, but I
2: think that definitely my experience in the engineering school pushed me away with a certain amount of grit to myself. So, you know, I feel like a lot of people, you know, everything they get out of school is sometimes just in a positive light. And I, I'm not saying that's necessarily a negative thing, but it was hard. It was a, it was a tough time. You know, there was a lot of late nights. And, and looking back, I, I probably squandered a lot of time away, but, you know, you learned a certain amount of grit and working through things, I feel like, while I was in school, because it wasn't, it didn't always come easy for me. You know, I struggled with some of the math sometimes and writing skills and things like that, But but learning how to find answers. Um, you know, these were back when I was in graduate school, the internet wasn't new at that point, but I feel like the sheer reliance on it had just kind of come into fruition. So learning, learning how to find the answers to the stuff you don't know without anyone there to tell you was definitely something, a skill that I built and and became a lot stronger with at least. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. You know, every one of us as entrepreneurs have issues. We, we have challenges that we, that we have to face. Do you have any hacks that you've used there at Odin Industries for that growth? Like what's your biggest hack that, that you've used and what was the challenge before that hack?
2: So we run a manufacturing business. You know, we make, we make products. We make our own products, And we make a, a particularly large variety of products, but they're all very similar. And the hack that I really came across was I stumbled across this thing called lean manufacturing or the Toyota production system. It got other names as well. But for me, in developing our manufacturing and our operations side of the business, that has been one of the biggest hacks that I've incorporated or, or the things that have shaped my ability to, I feel like, create a successful business and using, there was a guy in particular, his name is Paul Akers. He has a book called Two Second Lean and this book is completely free. Paul gives it away. Um, You can listen to it on YouTube. I I think anyone who runs a business should, should listen to it. I'm not sure that everything applies to everyone, but I feel like it's a book that can help you be a better leader as well as run a more effective business. And the idea of lean manufacturing is kind of in the name itself, the simplicity is there. It's to try to cut the fat off of everything. Everything we do in life has a ton of waste to it. You want to eliminate waste however you can. So I was really struggling a few years ago. It was probably when we we made a transition from having like one or two employees to me getting into the five, 10, 15, 20 range. Like when we started moving that direction and I started bringing people on, I was having a lot of problems with managing the business or the operation side of it at that point. And I found this lean manufacturing stuff and it's been a great way for me to disseminate our culture that we want, get my employees to serve our customers and to grow the business in a positive way and not, you know, not, not become
0: completely overloaded with debt and still still be able to make money. Uh, so it sounds like the, the lean manufacturing, the mindset, that that has really, uh, you, you've taken that hack and, and let it go to every single part of your business, whether that be hiring people, communicating your values, defining your values, dealing with customers, dealing with suppliers. That's one, that's one hell of a hack to have it go all the way through your company.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's a simple concept. Reducing waste is, you know, the most simple portion of the concept or the, or the most simple derivative of it. But it, it's so much more than that because it's that dissemination of culture. It's that, you know, you you have this guiding principle that every single thing we do at our company is to serve our customers internal, external, whatever. And the only way we can serve our customers is to try to remove as much waste as possible from every single thing we do so that all we are adding, we're giving our customers is value. If you're having to walk across the shop to go get something, you're not adding any value all the way from those little things to, to a, a mindset of, of, you know, what does the industry need that we're in? You know, why, what are we doing for these people? All that stuff, reducing the waste, And serving people is, is just, I mean, if you don't do that, you, I mean, you might be able to be successful, but you know, I don't know if you'll be long-term successful if you don't
0: do those things. Right, Well, well, so that, that goes in really well with the next question. We always ask entrepreneurs that have such a defined vision, mission, and values that, that you guys have but you also have to have that long-term look. So, so what is your big, hairy, audacious goal? What, where do you guys want the company to be in 10 years?
2: I mean, our audacious goal is to be, you know, the best polymer and uh seal supplying company in the world. I mean, that's where, that's where we want to be. We want to serve our customers in the industry that we're in, as well as elsewhere, you know, wherever that path goes, we always want to strive for excellence. That's what we want it to be. Where there is just no way that we are so cost competitive that we have such high quality, and that you can get our products instantaneously. That's the direction we want to go in, so that there is no choice
1: for the customer but us. Wow, that's awesome! Anytime that any entrepreneur says, "Hey, I'm going to be the best in the world at something," is just to me that that's amazing. You know, because the world's pretty big, right? So. Uh, right. I agree. <laughs> yeah. To have that as your BHAG, your, your big Harry Audacious goal, that's just awesome. Okay. So that leads us into our lightning round. Lightning round okay. is real simple. We have a couple of questions for you and uh, we want to try to get those answered quick, right? Okay. So here's the first question. What is your favorite hack? Uh, this can be anything from a technology hack, a health hack, mindset, whatever. Everything is open, but it's got to be a hack.
2: I make every single one of my employees every day come up with an improvement that saves them two seconds of time or less. This comes from Paul Akers, but I I love that. It gets everyone engaged every day. There's no way to not be engaged if you're doing that.
0: I love that. Okay, Robert, so you've already given us one, one amazing resource with, with Paul and Two Second Leans. I'm definitely going to definitely look that up. But what's another book? I'm not going not gonna to let you off the hook that easy. <laughs> but what's, what's another book or a podcast or an album or something that you listen to that you think uh, brings a lot of value to you? The, the book by Jocko Willick and Lace Babin, uh, Extreme Ownership.
2: Everyone should read that. That's an amazing book. It, it puts leadership into perspective
1: how people should lead. I 1000% agree. So next one, what's the challenge that you're currently facing and how can the Ag network support you? I would say
2: we're trying to grow into new markets
1: and I would
2: love to talk to people about that and what way we can do it. We're a mostly energy industry uh, company and I would really like to see if there's other places that could benefit from our solutions and how we do business.
0: Well, so, Robert, how can the Aggie Network get in touch with you? What's, what's the best way? I know you've got, got a great website, uh, but how can we reach out to you? You can email me. That would be a, a
2: good start. It's the Sheets R-S-H-E-E-T-S at O-D-I-N-H-I.com. And I'm actually on WhatsApp and Boxer a lot. Those are some pretty lean communication methods. And I, I, can, I can just put my number out there. It'll be my cell phone number. So yeah, I mean feel free okay. to talk to me on on either one of those appl- those applications also.
0: That sounds great, and we'll have definitely have all that in the show notes as well as your contact uh, information. Robert, really just want to thank you so much for uh, being on Aggie Growth Hacks. Uh, really enjoyed getting to know you, and congratulations again on your Aggie One Hundred nomination and your win. That is absolutely amazing. And I just can't wait to see you as you guys continue on your your goal of becoming the best in the entire world in, in your industry. I uh, can't wait to see that. Absolutely. No, and, you know,
2: hopefully we uh, we talk to you guys some more along the way. So <laughs> that'd be awesome.
1: How about that, Ags? Was that amazing or what? There were some valuable hacks that Robert shared with us. And what was your favorite, Greg? Chris, I think
0: The thing that stuck out to me the most was the grit that he learned while I was at Texas A&M. All of us think back pretty fondly with times of of when we were were at A&M and I know that uh, I do that a lot. I, I don't really remember the late nights or the the papers or the stuff that the class projects that we had to work on. But I really appreciated that, that Robert said it was the rigor and the grit that he learned at A&M to how to just push through and understand and, and really to work hard and never give up that he learned at A&M that has really helped him as an entrepreneur. That's something that to have that mindset of grit and determination is so underscored but it's so essential to every entrepreneur that I meet. How about you?
1: I, I 1000% agree on that. I mean, it's as someone with uh, 20 years of experience as an entrepreneur, that's, that's, it takes a lot of grit for anything, but my biggest takeaway honestly was lean manufacturing part. I'm going to go out and, and read that book, you know, because it's, to me, staying lean is one of the biggest things that I have done at my own marketing agency and we built software to help automate things. So, I mean, it's, it's better when you're trying to scale something to stay lean and it's so, so, so very important. And you know that as well as I do, you know, as someone, as a profit first professional, right, it's yeah. so important to stay lean, right. And to get rid of all of the fat in your You business. got you to cut the fat got to cut the fat. That's one of the biggest things in, in what you do, right? And helping entrepreneurs with what you do. So. Two, two
0: Second Lean by Paul Akers. I'm definitely going to check that out and have that, uh, have that on my reading list as well. I think he said that you can uh, hear it on YouTube. So uh, yeah, probably just pull it up and next time, we're, next time we're driving on a family vacation, I'm going to make Grayson <laughs> listen to it. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Well, that'll do it for another episode of Aggie Growth Hacks. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. You leave us a rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbeam, or wherever you find us. Be sure to check us out on our website at www.aggiegrowthhacks.com, where you can hear past episodes and you can connect with us.
1: Aggie Growth Hacks was produced by Kyle Ackman and Ben Williams. Join us next time when we connect with other great Aggie entrepreneurs and learn how they hack their growth. And until then, my name is Chris Hunter. And I'm Greg Martin. Until next time, thanks and gig'em. Whoop!